This is the Kingdom Mogul Podcast. We help you grow your faith as you grow your business. And now, your host, Jesse Cole. Welcome to the Kingdom Mogul Podcast. I am your host, Coach Jesse Cole. Thank you for joining us today. I'm so excited for you, your family, your business, and what God is going to do through you today. This is going to be one of the most personal, transparent shows that I think I've recorded. Now, usually I am personal. I am transparent. I try to keep it organic. I try my best to make sure that I'm giving you the real, um, that it's not uh, totally scripted. But today, I got in my feelings today. I'm going to share some stuff with you that caused me to get in my feelings. You know, oftentimes we, when we've been called to do a great work, when we've been called to truly impact people's lives, sometimes um, we don't feel appreciated. Sometimes we don't feel as if what we're doing is either getting noticed or is not getting the kind of respect that we want. Oftentimes, we're going to go unnoticed. Oftentimes, we're going to feel like, man, I just need to go back and just do something regular. I, I would have had a better <laughs> I would have had a better life if I was just regular, kind of like the, the, the children of Israel. As Moses was leading them out of slavery, they were like, why did you lead us into this wilderness? We could have stayed back there where we had three meals a day where we had shelter. But you got us out here in this desert with Pharaoh chasing us, we could have died back there. (laughs) Sometimes you can feel that way. And so I went through a a time like that. I went through a little phase like that a couple of days where I was like, God, you got to do something. This don't seem to be working out. You got to do something. And so I wrote down, now listen to this, guys, listen. I know it may sound funny right now, but I'm sharing this with you because I know some of you guys have been through this. I wrote down the pros and cons of what I do, the coaching, the speaking, the ministering, like, this is why I like it. This is why I don't like it. Right. And so I'm going to share that with you today. I'm going to share with you my heart. I got emo on you on this right here. So I'm going to share with you how I was feeling as I was going through that phase. I wrote it down. I actually made a spreadsheet. Don't laugh at me, y'all. I made a, a, a miniature spreadsheet and I listed all the all the reasons why I like what I do and all the reasons why I don't like what I do. <laughs> and I can look back at it and laugh now because the list is imbalanced. I wrote down why I like what I do and it's more items than it is on the other side, right? And so I'm going to share some of those things with you right now, all right? Don't y'all laugh at me. I know y'all feel the same way in some areas of your life too, so feel free to do this. So Reason number one, why I enjoy, like what I enjoy about coaching and speaking. Number one, I get to help people see a better way. I really enjoy that. I really enjoy getting to fill in the gaps for people. I, I really enjoy seeing people learn and grow and people identifying the possibilities and understanding that they do have a better future and helping them to to like find their desire reality. I really enjoy that. I really enjoy it. But this is what I don't enjoy. I don't enjoy 
not getting the support and attention to grow my business. Sometimes I feel like I'm on the on the mountain by myself waving the flag, right? And sometimes I don't feel like I get the support that I that I want, that I desire. You ever felt that way before? Now, why am I doing this? Nobody really appreciates it anyway. You know, people say they're going to support you and they don't show up for you. I remember I had a book signing. Um, and before I did the book signing, about a couple of, about a month before I hosted the book signing, I posted, hey, I'm thinking about doing a book signing. Is this something that you would attend? And about, you know, 20, 25 people say, yeah, you know, depending on my schedule, I, I'll come through. I'm like, cool. Well, this is a, this is something that I may, you know, invest in doing. I had to pay for the venue, had to pay for the food, had to put a, a presentation together, had to buy some more books because I, you know, I, I expected about 25 to 50 people to show up. And guess how many people showed up? One. One person showed up. So I get to see, I get to help people do, have a better life. I get to help people see a better way. But what I don't enjoy about this is that the support sometimes isn't as strong as I wish it could be. Number two, what I enjoy about coaching and speaking, I get to use, I get to use my spiritual gifts, y'all. I get to actually do what I'm equipped to do. That's always fun, especially when you're in the moment and you get to see the impact and the influence that your spiritual gifts are having on that moment. Like, I, I love it. I love that. But what I don't like about it is sometimes you have to entertain low-value people. What do I mean by low-value people? This doesn't mean that they're bad people. It just, that, it, it just means that their mindset is so warped, is so contaminated, is so toxic that when they're in your company, it drains you. And sometimes you have to be around people doing this work. You got to be around people who they may be good people, but their energy and their mindset is just so low. It's so toxic and it drains you. What else do I enjoy about coaching and speaking? Helping clients produce a final product. We talk about what we want to work together on in the beginning and actually seeing them produce that actually helping them produce that. I love that. I love that. But this is what I don't enjoy about coaching and speaking sometimes. Having to work more for less. So although you get to help people, sometimes you feel as if, man, you want it more than they do. And what they paid you to work with them does not equal the work you're putting in. <laughs> Man, oh man, I thank God for growth, though. And let me give you a, a disclaimer. This list was written in the summer of 2019. So right now we're in February 2020, and this list was written in the summer of 2019. So a lot has happened between the summer of 2019 and the winter of, February of, of 2020. A lot has happened. So this is what I was thinking back then, right? Here is what, something else that I enjoy about coaching and speaking. I get to share my experiences. I get to share my experiences with people. I get to bear my battle scars. That's amazing that I get to be transparent 
and I get to have organic relationships with people and share my life experiences with them and they get to see me as human. That's something that I really enjoy doing, like sharing new concepts with them. I love that. What I don't enjoy about coaching and speaking is knowing that I'm good at what I do, but the bank account doesn't reflect it. That's real talk right there. Knowing that you've been equipped, knowing that you have the experience, seeing the results that you can help people get, but the, but the bank account doesn't always reflect it. And in that, it really challenges your faith. Because if you're just in it for the money, then you are going to give up. But if you are in it for the purpose and your assignment, then you got to keep going. You have to do this work. There's, there's, there's nothing else you can do as good as this that you're doing. Like if God has called you to do this work, whatever the work is, you have to do that because that's what you've been created to do. So if you're just doing it for the money, you're going to be disappointed. You're going to lose motivation. You're going to want to give up sometimes. And most people do give up because their books aren't selling, because their coaching business isn't growing, because nobody is calling them to come speak. Right. And those those in those things generate money. So if you're not selling books, if you're not speaking, if you're not coaching, that means, guess what? You're not making any money. But if you're only in it to try to get, quote unquote, rich, then you're going to be disappointed. It has to be a bigger purpose for why you're doing it. it has to be the bigger purpose. I think I might have to I might have to cut this up into episode one and episode two. Here's another reason why I love doing what I'm doing. The intimacy of a small group and the impact of a large group. That's what I love about doing what I do. Like no matter what size of the room I'm speaking and coaching in, there's always a benefit. There's something to be said about the intimacy of a small room. When you have a small group of people who are hungry for what you have to deliver, that kind of energy cannot be replaced. You cannot get that energy from just being online, from a Facebook Live. You cannot get that energy from a virtual coaching program. You have to be in the room. And the intimacy of a small group gives you that energy. You get that feedback. You get to feel their energy. And I really love it when I'm in a room like that because it, it, it encourages me to work. Like it, it encourages me to flow on a deeper level. But the impact of a large room is also a benefit. Here's why. From my experiences, in the large room, you get to share your message with a larger group of people. And if you do have product, that's more opportunity for you to share your product with them. More opportunity for them to come back to your table and, and exchange energy with them and to engage with them. Your vendor table is nothing, nothing more than a platform to communicate with the people who want what you have on a deeper level. They want to take you home with them. That impact, that impact cannot be replaced. I enjoy that about speaking and coaching. Here's what I don't enjoy about speaking and coaching. Finding or attracting my people. Like sometimes that can be a challenge. Knowing that you have a message, but not really knowing who it's for or not really knowing how to attract the people who need what you have. 
That was my experience for a long time. Man, God, you gave me this message. It's part of my life experience. So it's not manufactured. This is my life. I'm like, okay, God, who is, who is, who are my people? Who are my people? And what I learned is that as I was getting called to speak and coach, even though I wasn't getting the the feedback all the time that I wanted or that I needed, what it was doing was it was I was God was developing me. It was almost like he was I was going through a, a practice mode where learning, I was learning how to disseminate my message in on various platforms in various groups with various agendas. Everybody needed something different. So even though sometimes a speaking engagement didn't generate the kind of response or didn't generate the income that I wanted or that I desired, the practice is what was beneficial. Something else I don't like about speaking and coaching. Sometimes you have to wait on a breakthrough or a miracle like, God, I need you to do something right now. I need one of these seeds I've planted over these last 10, 15 years. I need something to start budding right now. I need to see a harvest in this specific area. Right, right. Put a demand on that. So sometimes you got to wait. So what do you do while you're waiting? I put a podcast out on that a couple of weeks ago. What do you do while you're waiting? You stay focused. You continue to plant these seeds. You continue to do what God has called you to do. You have to do that. You can't stop. You can't stop. What else do I enjoy about coaching and speaking? I like the positive feedback. I like knowing that I did a good job. I like knowing that the that the coaching or the training or the speech or the keynote actually touched somebody's life. That positive feedback lets me know that I was right where I needed to be, that I was obedient to whatever that moment required. Here's something I don't like about what I do. Making myself available and accessible, but getting little to no inquiries. Now, if you've been listening this far, you might think I sound kind of uh, crazy. Like, man, you like this, but you don't like this. Like, listen, sometimes both of these things can happen in the same day. This is the life of every entrepreneur that I know. Some days you're up, some days you're down. Some moments you're up, some moments you're down. But the the key is learning how not to get too high, how, how not to get too low. So even though I'm sharing this stuff with you, and this is my reality at times, that doesn't mean that I allow the high times to uh, make me forget about the low times. Like I try to stay in the middle. Some people, some people call it balance. I call it flow. I try to maintain a specific, a certain kind of flow where I don't get too high. Now that, that doesn't mean that I don't celebrate when things happen, when great things happen. I do celebrate, but I don't get too low. I don't stay low for a long time. When, when I'm not getting the feedback, when, I'm, when, when, when the business is slow, I've learned how to keep sowing. When you're not getting positive feedback, I learned how to keep flowing. When you feel like you have to work more for less, I've learned how to keep flowing. Because the only thing that matters, listen to me, guys, the only thing that truly matters is that you 
and you continue to do what God has called you to do, no matter what it looks like. That don't mean that you accept it. It just means that no matter what's happening, you're going to maintain your position. That is the key to making sure <laughs> that you don't go crazy and that you don't lose your mind. You got to keep sewing. You got to keep sewing. Here's the last one I'm going to share with you today because I got to do a part two, all right? What I enjoy about coaching and speaking is I learn from the constructive feedback. When somebody says, you did good here, Jesse, but you you probably, like, I, I, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't, uh, you didn't disseminate this point long enough or strong enough. I'm always open to feedback from people who are doing the work themselves. I'm not talking about haters who are just going to tell you all the bad things you've done. But I'm open to feedback. I am because I want to be, I want to get better. I want to perfect my craft. Right. So learning from the constructive feedback. I like that. But here's what I don't enjoy about it all the time. Having to always be present or always be on. Sometimes people would expect you to be on all the time. Sometimes I just want to relax. Sometimes when I'm when I go to a specific uh, church or if somebody's hosting an event, I may sit in the back because I don't want to be called to the front to get up and speak out. Sometimes I want to be poured into. That's what I don't like about it all the time. It's having to always be present and always be on. Sometimes I just want to be a spectator too. Sometimes I just want to sit back and be poured into as well. So what do you think about that? What do you think about what I just shared? If you are an author, a speaker, a pastor, a business person, a consultant, a coach, what do you think about that? I really want to hear your feedback. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to open up my email to you. I want to get your feedback on this podcast. You can email me at jesse, that's J-E-S-S-E, jesse at kingdommogulcoaching.com. Jesse at kingdommogulcoaching.com. Email me your feedback. What do you get out of this? What I love and what I don't love about what I do. What do you get out of it? I look forward to hearing from you. I look forward to continuing the conversation. Thank you for listening to the Kingdom Mogul Podcast. You can support the podcast by subscribing, downloading your favorite episode, and sharing the podcast via social media. Don't forget to visit KingdomMogulCoaching.com to find more resources to help you grow your faith as you grow your business. Remember, what you want to become depends on your willingness to become it.